Welcome to week 10, everyone. This week, you'll be reviewing how to integrate your five required sources in MLA, both in the body of your paper and on your works cited page. Don't forget that you have to integrate all five of the required sources. It's not enough to just cite the sources on your works cited page. You have to actually use all five sources in the body of your paper, either by quoting from them directly or by paraphrasing information from them being sure to create an in-text citation, whether you quote or paraphrase. As a result, you will need to read the lecture notes, advanced citation and source integration. Those notes provide absolutely essential instructions for integrating sources correctly. This lesson on advanced citation and source integration will help you meet the requirements on the rubric that are listed in the source integration category. This category is worth 15 points on your grade for this major assignment. I promise that if you follow the instructions in this lesson, you are more likely to score higher in this category on the rubric than if you do not. I also provide detailed instructions and models for citing your five required sources on your works cited page in this week's lesson. I do that because you can't rely on the library database to cite your sources for you. Let me say that again. Do not rely on the library database to cite your sources. I guarantee you that those automatically generated citations contain errors that will cost you points on your essay grade. Here's an example. The database JSTOR likes to put an access date in its MLA citations, but MLA does not in fact require an access date for sources unless the source doesn't have a publication date. So the automatically generated citations from JSTOR are wrong. Here's another example. The database opposing viewpoints includes the original publication information in its citations of articles that were published in an anthology. This original publication information, however, should not be included in the citation. So the automatically generated citations from opposing viewpoints are also wrong. I could go on and on about all the ways that the auto-generated citations the various databases provide are wrong, but I hope you get the point. You can't rely on them because no human with MLA knowledge actually checks each citation to make sure it's correct. These citations are based on an algorithm, and often the algorithm is wrong or the algorithm pulls the wrong information into the citation. Please keep in mind that I'm not grading how well a library database can cite a source. I'm grading how well you can cite a source. Thus, please make sure that you review all the instructions for citing your sources in this week's lesson. Citing your sources correctly isn't actually that difficult. You just have to follow the instructions for citing each type of source that I include in the MLA citation guide and on the page citing your sources for essay two, on which I point out where in Rules for Writers you can find further instructions for citing your sources. In the end, it's your responsibility to look up this information and create your works cited page. In addition, this week, you'll be participating in your second peer response workshop. Once again, you will use the posted worksheet to provide meaningful, constructive feedback. If you didn't do such a great job last time around, now is your chance to improve your performance by fully participating in what I hope is a valuable workshop. Don't forget that you must provide at least a three complete sentence response to each question at minimum. However, to earn 100 points on the rubric, your feedback must demonstrate critical thought in offering your peers substantial and specific feedback 
to help improve their essays. For example, don't just say that the student doesn't have a conclusion. I'm sure the student in question would be aware that they don't have a conclusion. Instead, remind the student what specifically they should include in their conclusion and any ideas you might have about how they could make their conclusion engaging or interesting based on the rest of the essay. Here's my last tip for success this week. Make sure you use the templates in They Say, I Say to plant naysayers in your argument and to say why your argument matters in your conclusion. Remember too that you must find at least one source that actually disagrees with your claim. If you make up a reason why some might object, you'll be guilty of the straw man fallacy because you'll be misrepresenting or oversimplifying your opponent's position. To make an effective argument, you must carefully consider real counter arguments that are made by the opposition to your claim and deal with those objections logically. Hope you have a great week, everyone, and thanks for listening. 